bringing it home with Sarah and Neil. Sarah, here we are. Hey, friends. President's Day. Yeah. We don't get this day off. <laughs> Why did I even say that? Well, it's good to acknowledge. It is good to acknowledge, but we are here. Yes. And we're going to talk about something that Indeed says. It's a definition that okay. Indeed gives us for a mentor. Okay. okay. A mentor is someone who acts as an advisor to a less experienced individual. Mm -hmm. So a mentor basically gives advice based on their more advanced knowledge. Uh, the mentor usually has more experience. And it can either be personal connections or it can be like a formal right. thing. So like with UT Extension, right. when you come on board as a professional, you get assigned to an agent. That's right. You a and mentor. I both had mentors. We had mentors and we both been mentors. Yes. And you kind of stick with that person for a year and kind of, you know, well, it's supposed to end after a year. But it really does. But that's a good thing it because is. then you kind of jump from the formal mentorship to the personal. That's true. So that's true. It's a good thing. Yes. So I want to connect this to something else. All okay? right. Mm -hmm. According to the Child Welfare League of America, mm -hmm. there are six strategies that help to prevent ACEs. ACEs. Uh -huh, or to keep them from reoccurring. So mm -hmm. an ACE is an adverse childhood experience. Okay. okay? So one of the things on that list mm -hmm. is the importance of connecting youth to caring adults, mm, a yeah. mentor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how mentoring can be a benefit to kids and adults alike. Oh, we need mentors. You yeah. never outgrow me. No. <laughs> Definitely. So we've got one of our friends with us and yeah. we're so excited. We've had her before. Nicole Newman is here. Hey, Nicole. Hey, ladies. How's it going? It's going great. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, Nicole is with Labonner Children's Hospital. And Nicole, remind us before we even go any further into this issue, what ACEs are. Sure. So ACEs stand for Adverse Childhood Experiences. There was a study that came out in the late 90s that shed light on how the adverse experiences we face in our childhood can impact our health for the long run. Um, so for example, if you're someone with a high A score, um, so if you're someone who has experienced many adverse childhood experiences, um, you have a greater risk of growing up and developing chronic diseases. Um, you're more likely to struggle with your mental health. You could be more vulnerable when it comes to making decisions. So that's, that's ACEs in a nutshell. Hmm. And people can do a quick search and find a list of what the ACEs are. Is that correct? Yes. You can go to the Tennessee website, tn.gov. Okay. And you can see a list there. So let's start connecting the mentorship, you know, aspect to the ACEs as aspect. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know that mentors serve as a great source of knowledge and they can help us set some goals. Yeah. So Nicole, can you give us some examples of how this might be helpful, you know, being a source of knowledge and setting goals? How can that be helpful in preventing ACEs? Sure. So the best thing we can do to prevent ACEs, you know, science is showing us that every child needs to feel safe and stable and nurtured. Those are the big three. So oftentimes that person is a caregiver in these kids' lives. But in some cases, this is where the mentor really steps in and shines. So you specifically mentioned two things, um, that mentor serving as a source of knowledge, 
um, as well as helping them set goals. These are things that are great for kids. We don't know what they're, what's going on in their personal lives, um, but being that source of knowledge or helping that child develop a useful skill, that skill could really help that person cope through what all the other adversities that they're facing in their lives. So it could be an outlet, you know, and then setting goals. Um, you know, you hear people talk about smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time sensitive. Um, despite our very first podcast, was it, it was. Oh my goodness. Oh, really? Back in That's awesome. 2019, January. Yes. That was our very first podcast issue. <laughs> we talked about smart goals. Look it up, everybody, if you missed it. Go ahead, Nicole. <laughs> So setting those SMART goals with mentees, that can help that child identify areas in their life that they can seek out change. So it's giving them a passion, something to pursue. It's also going to help them develop skills along the way. Um, So it's always encouraging when we set a goal and we can achieve it. Um, But regardless, you know, that mentor's role, whether they're providing knowledge or helping them set goals, it's just important because they're a consistent figure in that child's life. So like I said, safe, stable, nurturing, just that consistency. It's just so important in preventing ACEs. Well, now you said the word encourage. And so that's one of the roles of a mentor is to offer encouragement, but also hold you accountable. Now, Nicole, this almost sounds like (laughs) tough love. I don't know. um, What does this look like? Uh, I'm going to encourage you, but then I'm going to hold you accountable to make sure that you're progressing towards your goals. Because they care about them. They want them to succeed. So what does that look like? So listen, nobody likes to be corrected, right? But... (laughs) I think we can, we can all agree that we all need correction at some point or another in our lives. Right. Um, So what does that look like? You know, when someone, you know, that someone's really in your corner when they're willing to tell you the hard truth. Now there's a difference in being a jerk. And telling oh. somebody something. <laughs> oh. right. Do y'all have a podcast about that? We've got a whole <laughs> class about jerks. So yes, go ahead. So there's a difference in being a jerk and telling somebody something that's going to set them up to win in the long run. So the correction, it might hurt in the moment, but it's ultimately for our good because we're all developing. Um, I think it's also important to remember that that mentor has likely already learned the same lesson. And so they just don't want you to make the same mistakes that they made. Oh my goodness. This can be true in adulthood. Now we as adults, we also need somebody that's going to sometimes give us some tough love. We need the encouragement, but then we need somebody that's going to kind of like say, look, look, (laughs) look, I've done this. this. You don't need to go down this Uh, And that's still (laughs) hard to hear sometimes. It's hard to hear at any age. Uh, It is. So along those lines about hearing, mm-hmm. mentors really should be willing to listen, right? Right. And, and to ultimately be a trusted person for this child or for the adult. Ooh, trust. Yes. Trust means we don't want to like go and tell it. Right. Right. So let's talk about that, Nicole, the importance of listening and being trusting Yes. So listening, another area we could probably all grow in, right? Mm -hmm. Have y'all ever heard the saying, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason? (laughs) (laughs) So an important part of being a mentor really is listening. I mean, it's important to give advice. Don't hear what I'm not saying. And we're guiding people and we're correcting, 
but sometimes just your presence, you know, in someone's life can mean everything. And then, you know, another thing to, to point out, I work at a children's hospital, especially with kids, we all learn differently. So some people, including myself, were external processors. So that means, you know, I process information the best just by being able to talk about it. So when you have a mentor that's not only willing to give you advice, but they're willing just to sit there with you and listen, um, that's, that's especially important for people like me. That sounds like it takes a lot of patience. Mm-hmm. So, you yes. know, it's like, Sarah, <laughs> get to the point. What's the problem? Spit it out, Sarah. Right. No, we can't do that. Because some people like give every detail mm-hmm. of everything, but they need to get it out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. Yes. So a mentor needs to have relevance to your particular goals. Now, why is that important to have an alignment instead of just having anybody that's positive? act as your mentor? Why does it need to some be someone who has similar goals or a similar path as yourself? So having a mentor that's already accomplished something that you're working towards, it just gives you confidence in that person, right? It promotes trust and respect and hope that ultimately you're going to be able to reach the goals that you've set out in that same field. So This mentor, you know, when they have a relevance to your goals, they're able to give you inspiration and encouragement, advice. There's just some credibility there, right? We can learn from them. We can see the steps maybe that they took to achieve their success. And then we don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? We can just try that. Um, And then we can also benefit from learning from their mistakes without having to suffer the consequences that they had to go through. To say, I don't want to do what she did. (laughs) (laughs) That ain't how I want to live. Look, let me tell you, this is the long (laughs) way. I encourage you to do it the short way. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) So having relevance, we know is important, but what about the flip of that? Uh, There are some recommendations that a mentor have some differences because it will challenge your way of thinking. What are your thoughts on that? Sure. So at Methodist Labonner, Teamwork is one of our core values. Um, And we just, you know, at the end of the day, we're all different. We all may be working towards the same goal, but the truth is, is we're all gifted in different ways. So we have to first be able to notice and recognize our differences. And then I think a strong team learns to celebrate those differences and pull from everybody's unique strengths. So, you know, the old saying, teamwork makes the dream work. I think that this can happen in a mentor relationship, right? Because we're different. Yeah, that's true. Everybody brings something different to the table that can like work really well with the other person's skill. Yeah. You know, I mean, Tanil and I do so much together, but she's got some skills I don't have. Like, and I recognize that and I'm like, you do this. And then she's like, okay, you do this. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it just works well. Yeah. Our differences (laughs) make them work for us instead of against us. And we learn from each other. Yeah. And Nicole, mentors need to celebrate successes. Now that part sounds easy. We like to celebrate, but why is it really important to celebrate successes? I don't have a problem with it, but I just want our (laughs) listeners to know why it should be done right why it should be done we all need encouragement from time to time right especially when we're first learning something Uh, and you said you know it sounds easy to do but how many of us actually do it 
I mean, maybe for some people, this comes naturally being able to celebrate other people's success. But I would assume that maybe it's not supernatural for everybody. Um, But the truth is, is it's not hard, you know, to give somebody praise or recognition. But maybe we're just too busy or we're caught up in our own stresses. I know that I'm guilty of that um, so often. So I would just say, um, this is just important to remember. If you are a mentor, remember to take the time to validate that person that you're mentoring. It could just be something simple like, you know, I can see that you're really improving in this skill. Good job, you know, or maybe you're not a verbal right. person. Yeah. And I don't think that celebrating successes always has to be a be a verbal thing. One of my favorite things to do up here at the office is to leave little happies on my coworkers' desk. I just love, you know, they get to come in and they see something that lets them know that they're seen and that the work they're doing is appreciated. Um, So, yes, I think it's important to celebrate successes. That's the best. Yes, I think we should celebrate, um, you know. Yeah, and I think we kind of sometimes get tied down and, well, they're doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing their job. But, hey, maybe they've learned a new skill or this has been hard for them. Or, hey, I appreciate that you are doing your job. <laughs> I was going to say these days, that is something to know. Yeah, like you're here and you're doing what you're supposed right, to do. Right. So I kind of want to wrap this up on, on a fun note. Um, so not speaking on any specific aces that we may or may not have had in our own lives, but I want to give us a moment to just discuss mentors that we've had. Can I give Shout out okay. because I know that we've had many to get to where Absolutely. we all are, but for time's sake, we're just gonna pick one. So think about somebody that's been influential in your career slash life. Sarah, I'm gonna put you on the oh, spot. Okay, nothing think like of somebody <laughs> who has really made your journey a little bit better, well, easier. There, there's definitely a person in my career. She has now retired, but um, she was a mentor to me working. Miss um, Gwen Joyner was the agent. Gwen. You know Gwen. Yeah. Was the agent in Carroll County and kind of took me under her wing um, in many aspects of our job. And she was one of my go-to people to call. Yeah. And um, thankfully, as we talked about earlier, the formal mentorship turned into a personal one Mm -hmm. and I became very connected to her on a personal level. Um, We still keep in touch, even though she's retired, you know, um, I know her family. um, She still checks in on, uh, on me and my family. So she's definitely uh, been a mentor to me. So, Hey, Gwen, Gwen. shout out to Gwen. I know Gwen and, um, she's also been awesome in my career development, but I think that I'm going to have to give my flowers to Dr. Amy Eliza. And early on in my career, I decided I wanted to be like Amy and, um, you know, she was my formal mentor informal. She mentored me on my job in life. And I just have to give you a fun fact. I now sit in the office that she once sat in. I have her job now. I mean, I kind of like stalked Amy. And, and when she moved on, when she moved else. on I kind of slid into Amy's uh, chair there. But, um, but you I know, she was kind of preparing you for this. She's all, she's been yeah. grooming me since day yeah. one. And so I try to make her proud um, the way do. I do my job and the way I handle myself in the community. Yeah. I think about making Amy proud. So shout out to Dr. Eliza. She's not retired, but she's moved up into another role. And so she's still watching me. Yeah. I, I know that Amy is watching <laughs> Well, we do love Dr. Eliza. Yes, we do. We do. <laughs> Nicole, you want to chime in? 
Sure. Okay. So like you said, there's been many, I think about youth pastors and old friends. Um, And I promise I'm not just saying this because I'm here with the two of you today, but seriously, I think to Neil, you've probably been one of the most important figures in my professional life. So for those listening, I used to work at UT Extension and I I worked right under to Neil. I was about a year out of college and I started working with her as her program assistant. But Janelle, you taught me so much about um, just working hard and bringing passion to the table. Um, But, you know, we talked earlier about like playing on each other's strengths. I think that you and I were like, I mean, I don't know if I I can say this. I think we were like the dream team, you know, because you had strengths. (laughs) You can't say that, Nicole. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. Um, But, you know, you taught me to play on each other's strengths and you really empowered me uh, just to to do things that I didn't think that I was able to do. You you trusted me. And that meant a lot to me because I was so young. And so, um, like Sarah said, I'm just grateful that you know, what a professional, it was a professional mentorship at first, but that's, you know, grown to a personal relationship. And I'm just grateful for that. I'll always be grateful for the things that you taught me T. Well, I appreciate you saying that on air, Nicole. And when you were talking about leaving little happies and notes, you do that. She does that in real life. She lets you know, Mm -hmm. she gives you your flowers. You know, they say give people their flowers while they're living. She literally does does that. (laughs) And so I appreciate you, Nicole. And and I admire everything that you've become and that you've done with your career. And you were young when you started out, sis, you're getting older every day. (laughs) You are now sliding <laughs> into the mentor role. Yes. So listen, I feel that. I feel it. <laughs> You're going to be mentoring many. So we just want to remind everybody, take someone and be a mentor. It does not have to be a formal situation. Just right. find someone and share your knowledge and share your experience. And, and don't stop looking for people that no. can help you along your journey. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for joining this episode. Thank you, Nicole, for being a guest. Yeah, we will always you. love you. And this is not your last appearance. <laughs> thank y'all for having me. In the words of Bob Marley, I want you to have a mentor. Probably. I don't know. He mentored many, though, I'm sure, with his <laughs> musical experience. But he'd still want us to live the life we love. And love the life we live. Bye-bye.